Well, hello, folks, and welcome to another edition of the Firmamental Podcast. Back at you once again. Uh, it's Alex and myself tonight with a second-time guest, uh, reappearance of a guest. Last time I didn't get to speak to this guest, so I'm super excited to have this individual with us. I will introduce tonight's guest here in just a moment. Um, but just to let you guys know, go check out the Flood web uh, the Flood website. <laughs> I'm thinking of this gentleman's book, and actually, the flood was my old rap group too. So I guess I got something stuck in the back of my head. But go and check out the firmamentalpodcast.com. Go check out the website. You're going to be seeing new things pop up. You're going to be seeing links to the merchandise that we're selling. We want you guys to go support the show. Go wear some firmamental swag. Uh, you know that way you can get the message out there. You know, be a walking advertisement for the show. And when people say, yo, what is that from a mental or where'd you get that shirt from? Or, hey, man, that gear's dope. You know, you tell them about the podcast. So uh, make sure you go and check that out. Go and support the Dispatches from Reality podcast and go support Talking Stit. Those are our brothers, uh, fellow brothers in podcasting. So uh, we're getting behind those two shows. Thank you for the support. And that's pretty much all I got to say. You got anything else for them tonight, Alex, before we introduce tonight's guest? Uh, no, I'm just super excited for everybody to go check out the uh, the shop. Uh, we've been working really hard on all the designs. There's more to come, and hopefully one day we'll see uh, Mr. David Beverly walking around with a Firmamental hoodie and, uh, you know, representing Firmamental, so that'd be pretty cool. But I'm excited to read his book. I, I have it in my wish list, and I can't wait to hit it. Yeah, so there you go, folks. Uh, so Alex just mentioned tonight's guest. We have David Beverly Sr., correct? Yes, sir. That's right. David Beverly Sr., and he is the author of The Coming Flood of AI. His website is called, go ahead and mention that to the listeners. It's floodofai.com. If you go there, it's actually a, a redirect that takes you to a section of my jesusfreakcomputergeek.com website. But floodofai.com, it'll take you there. Right at the top is a link to the book, The Coming Flood of AI, The Rise of the Nephilim Spirits, and... Uh, and you can check it out. Oh, there's several sections you can read for free. And I have an audible version and nice. sections, those the same sections in PDF you can listen to as well in MP3 format right there at the top of the website. Thanks. Nice. Cause me and uh me and my, my old lady were just talking about getting an audible account. So I'm glad to hear that because for me, I'm I'm on post a lot and uh I can't physically have books out or be staring at my phone. So uh, audible books is a great audio books is a great way for me to consume uh, material. So there you have it, folks. We have David Beverly senior last time it was Alex with him. And tonight we got both Alex and myself. So I'm super excited because this guy talks about stuff that's in my wheelhouse. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to get to talk to this man tonight because when I heard the episode with Alex, man, I knew I had missed out. So uh, welcome back. Thank you for coming once again. And, uh, what did you want to get into tonight, David? Go ahead well, and lead us off. Well, one of the things uh, I wanted, I had some scriptures I wanted to cover, 2 Thessalonians 2 and Genesis 15, Genesis 1, 2 Peter 3, and John 5 and 46. Now, uh, we weren't going to go deep in through all of those scriptures. These are like scripture hit points, okay? Um, but I wanted to talk about... Um, some concerning things that I've been seeing happening in a body of Christ. It's related yeah. to biblical cosmology and, uh, and also how oh, I'm watching men of God, pastors in their sermons, lead people away from the truth of scripture 
by misinterpreting. Yeah. Now check this out. It's 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 fascinating how how they get errant. It's very slight and it's it's easy to miss. Is that what happens is because they reject the the actual statements that are in Genesis one on the construct of the world we live in. Okay, because they reject that, and and they don't have to actively reject it. They reject it by listening to the science of man. They listen to man's knowledge. Yeah. Listen, you guys already know this. Maybe your listeners know they don't. I worked at NASA for 12 years, okay? I taught remote sensing and data processing to uh, you know, pretty much a 101 class to university-level students. So I, I taught the processing of data, raw satellite data, and creating what we call image products, okay? So when you're watching the news, for example... And you see the clouds moving on the news and you see all the weather patterns. Those are geostationary spacecraft, okay, called GOES, usually called GOES. Sometimes it might be other sounders like the MODIS instruments on a couple of spacecraft that I actually worked I worked for, okay? Um, and one's called Aqua, one's called uh, uh, Aura, right? And so these are polar orbiting spacecraft and they also gather imagery. But when we say imagery... They're not taking pictures, and this is important to note. They're taking data in. They're taking sensor sensory data in. Pictures are created from that data. Now, that's very important to demarcate, okay? Because they'll tell you this is a picture of the Earth. There is no such thing as a picture of the Earth from space. <laughs> There's no such thing, Okay. It looks like you have a question on your face about that. Oh, no, man. Uh, I'm just, uh, uh, yeah, not, when, when I'm, man, I, I know where you're leading up to. Right, and, well, and I've well, heard well, the challenges made, too. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> and, but as a person who taught these technologies, I actually, we I was the technical lead on a project called You Be the Scientist. You got to understand, when I worked at NASA, the Internet wasn't pervasive like it is today. This, what we're doing right now, face-to-face communication all over the country, was a dream when I was at NASA, okay? So we having raw sa- satellite data in the classroom, NASA was the only game in town. You couldn't go to the internet and download large amounts of data. That didn't exist, okay? The fast people were still, uh, they were still getting data over 14.4 modems and 28.8 modems. Remember those? Days? So was this the 90s? Was this the 90s? The 90s, correct. Yeah. Okay. So, excuse me, take a drink of water. So, so here's the thing: that we we went around and we taught all of this. So I, I'm 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 well versed in how all of that works, how those images are created, how they're literally look. I think I mentioned this when I, when I talked with Alex the first time. It never dawned on me when I was teaching these technologies to students, okay, that in software you would take the data and you would map the imagery data around a, 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 a globe, okay? And so in software you would do it. Now, if you were taking a picture of a globe, why would you need to put it in, around a globe in software. Right. Why would you need to do that? And so, but you, you don't question that when you're there. 
Okay, so that's another point that that people need to understand is that the people who work at NASA are not deceiving everyone. They are deceived. I okay. was deceived. I was deceived back then. Right? I believed, and you heard me, if people were listening and paying attention, I said that I we worked on spacecraft data imagery, right? Now, well, Dave, if you know the Earth is flattened and closed... And there's no such there thing as no space. space. <laughs> there, there is no such thing as outer space. And the scripture is called outer darkness, where there is wailing and gnashing of teeth. Yeah. Okay. So there is, there are devices up in the upper atmosphere, high up, and I would say in the stratosphere level. Okay. The thermosphere level. But the word sphere is in both of those. Do you see how our language does a disservice to us? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. The the language is used as a weapon against us. And even, I don't even have a word. Well, if I don't say stratosphere, what word do I use? Sometimes right? it works to our advantage though, with, you know, with horizon being like horizontal oh, yeah, level, sure. like water level. Sure. But then with, with other words, it's like, what, when, what age did they come from? Were they like, when when the, these theories became taught in school, you know right, that's right. when those those words probably were created to sound that way. You're you're probably right, man. And and so it's it's actually been for generations, right? This stuff yeah. has been hammered into our psyche for generations. Dare I say, into our genetics almost. I mean, yeah. maybe realistically. Uh, and so so the thing is, is that there are instruments aloft in the upper atmosphere. When I say upper atmosphere, I mean high up, okay? And they, and and again, I, and I personally do not have any proof for this, but I do understand how, you understand that our environment is decidedly electromagnetic, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. There's this thing, every ham radio operator knows about this. It's called ground differential, okay? Every 10 feet of height from the ground up 10 feet, is plus 100 potential volts, okay? Now, it's low amperage, but it's still 100 volts at 10 feet. At, at 100 feet, it's 10 times you know, uh, ten times uh, the 100. It's 1,000 volts. Think of when you get up to the stratospheric levels, okay? The, the, the voltage, the potential energy is unimaginable. That's why we get this thing called lightning, right? Yeah. Okay. And so what happens is, is that you can leverage that atmospheric energy and the magnetic field flux and, and magnetism, you know, okay, I know I seem like I'm jumping around, but people imagine this in your mind. Every, every other year we're told in the news that the magnetic poles are going to flip because they're moving, right? We hear it in the news. The magnetic fields are always in flux. That's the nature of that field. It's it's a game they're playing. It's always yeah. in flux. There, and by the way, there is no such thing as a South Pole. That's not how magnetism works. Okay, okay. It's 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 uh the the terminology is convergent and divergent fields. It looks like a tr a toroidal. Field. Yeah. Okay. It's always it's always going in the same direction, but it's coming in and out. It's in the same direction. There's no such thing as a South Pole. All right. Okay. And and then the, by the same token, there's no such thing as as 
north and south, like like in in polarity. Okay, the electrons always flow in, in one direction. Another great one that I've heard is the Arctic and the Antarctic. Right, the, the word A R C in there. Yes, you know? yes, that's right. That's good point. So, so because because I've been to Antarctica and I've been into the Arctic Circle to the North Pole, at least where they tell us the, those are. Um, I, and then people, I say to people, there's no such thing as a South Pole. There's this this point. They've got a, a candy cane looking pole in the ice, and they say it's South Pole Station. Okay. There's no such thing as a South Pole in the, on the Earth. Those are just islands right outside the ice wall, right? No, no, no. You're 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 over. You're in Antarctica, in the interior. You are, but but not far in. You understand that regular folks can't just go traipsing around down there. You, the National yeah. Science Foundation, you have to be approved through a, a number of 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 uh, aspects, medical tests, and all kind of stuff, and the military fly you in in the C-131. So you're on a military transport to go into the interior. You you don't just go in there. That doesn't happen. And so- the But what I'm trying to get, yeah. what I'm, guess what I'm trying to lead at though is because as, as you know, um, flat earthers, and I use that in air quotes because I like you, you know, I've heard you talk about this. I don't necessarily care for that term, but it's the most popular known term for the- Understood. You know, for people to research or go look at this stuff, and and, right. and it is bringing people to pick up their Bible and read. Because once you realize that we're underneath the firmament and that the throne of heaven is just above, and that we're in this enclosed system, it points towards uh, towards a creator. Correct. Thank so, but what I'm trying to get at is is like, is this is this Antarctica? Is it really an ice wall that it encompasses the world's water like a cup, or, so, or how does it work? Well, so it seems, like according it, to what you know. Again, as far as I know, <clears throat> excuse me, the answer is yes, there's a high ice wall and, and McMurdo's sound is starts off almost like it's almost like a beachfront. Okay. But mm -hmm. it goes up higher. But um however far it is when you take a helicopter down to the South Pole station, first of all, I personally wouldn't know how far we went. I mean, I don't know, right? We just blew down, right? <laughs> On a helicopter from McMurdo Sound. So the thing is, is that, well, maybe that landmass goes thousands of miles further. I don't know. No one knows, right? And so, but here, here's the thing, is when I went to Antarctica, it was to install a polar orbiting spacecraft down uh, ground station, okay? This is what I was told. Okay, so I understand it differently now, but back then, what I was told is so. Just, just to clarify, though, so you just went to one distinct location there. You didn't like get to go travel all around, like no, I, I went around I, the, the the sailing around the ice wall or anything that, that like we're flying around take, the ice wall. No, sir, yeah. that would take um, months, if not years. So, yeah. um, the whole circumference of of of, of the known world, right? And and yeah. here's the thing: is that what happens is, is we went down there to put a polar orbiting ground station. The st story was, is we couldn't get the data from spacecraft flying again, polar orbiting spacecraft that that we that we launched. I was part of the tech support team for these things. We couldn't get the data on the from the South Pole region. So 
all the Antarctic tree uh, uh, interior, there was no data, no information, and there still isn't today. Okay, there still isn't. It's just all you see is striations, lines. There, it's just like all messed up. There's no data, no map information. Well, why? Because nothing's flown over that. Because the image we're given on Google Earth and all maps is not real. Mm. It's a picture. Okay? Nonetheless, that's why we went. I went to McMurdo. I went to McMurdo because I had built a, a, a data ingest system that was remotely controllable from Goddard. It was novel then. It's a piece of crap by today's standards, okay? But it was <laughs> novel then. And so we, we went down there and uh, we got funded for this special project and, uh, and everything worked. And then 20 years later, I find out there's no Antarctic data still in the interior. When I've, I personally went down there to fix that. So I, I had never thought about it. Because remember, back then, I, I believe we lived in a spinning globe. You know, why question it, right? Why? The teachers taught you that. That's... You went to college, that's what you learned, right? Right? And so right. I even question it, right? And so I find out there's no information, no map data. And so I called my my boss and said, hey, what's up with this? We went down there to fix that. Why is there no map data? And he gives me this big flamboyant, crazy over-the-top story about fiber optics from McMoto to, uh, to Svalbard, which is, that's crazy town, okay? That's a fiber optic cable from McMurdo Sound at the near South Pole region to the farthest north landmass in the world. That's, that's, it doesn't sound right at all. But that's what he said they did instead. Okay. And he said that they were selling us the data so we didn't have all of the data because they would only sell it to us. And they hadn't paid for it yet. I mean, that's basically what he said. Okay. Wow. I'm summarizing to the nth degree, but that's that's it in a nutshell. It's a crock of crap. Okay, that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, and 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 so there was that, and all of this was happening. You guys, you guys understand that we don't know that the Earth is flattened and closed because we're so smart. It's because Holy Spirit has opened the eyes to those who have eyes to see and ears to hear. Jesus said to the disciples, there's so much more that I would tell you now, I'm paraphrasing, but you couldn't handle it yet. Go and wait in Jerusalem until the spirit of truth comes, right? I'll send yes. you a comforter, right? He'll lead you into all understanding, right? Okay, so we're coming into a time now where the spirit of the living God is moving on those who have eyes to see and ears to hear. It's not because we're smart. It has nothing that it's because our hearts are in a receiving position where we are humble before the most high. If you, if you, the listener, if you want to know the secrets of the most high, humble yourself before him. Humble. And then, Amen. and, and uh, by the way, ask him, ask and ye shall receive. Hey, now here's the thing. You know, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So if you go, well, yeah, you know, Dave, I don't know, you know, God, he's going to give me a, a snake if I ask for bread. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. You know, I, I heard a conversation that you had, and I just wanted to touch on this, but I heard you guys were having a conversation about Genesis and you were, you know, and me and Al- Alex says this all the time and I'll let him say it himself, but you know, you either believe in your Bible 100%, okay? Right. And you take it literally yes. and God created it the way he said he did yes. in the order he said it did, not according to the heliocentric model, but the way That's God right. said he did in his holy word, right? Right. That's right. And you believe in all that. You know, and the earth was created before the sun, the the sun, moon and stars, which were meant to be a sky clock, a calendar, signs and seasons. Right. Right. In the firmament and and, and all this, just the way he said he did, you know, and separated the waters, you know, and you believe that or you believe in the heliocentric model. And if you believe in the heliocentric model, by default, you believe in evolution as well. Because I'm trying to get my pastor to see that. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, I, one of the guys that you were talking to on one of this podcast, I don't know if it was you or them that had mentioned this, but Jesus even talks about Moses. And I think he's talking about the law, but he says, if they didn't believe Moses, oh, what dude. makes them think that they would believe me? You're, you're, you what, what scripture? That's, that's, yeah. that's John 5, 46 is one of the yes. scriptures I have. Listen, for if you believe Moses, you would believe me for he wrote about me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Jesus says this. Now, now, I tell this to Christians, and we know historically they're they're messing with with what our history now. But historically, we have known that Moses is the one who penned the Pentateuch, the five books of you know, right? Okay, right. yeah, he's he's the he's the author of Genesis, correct? Correct. The first five books of what we what we call the teaching, the Torah, okay? The first five books, all right, of Old Testament writings. Now, God dictated them to him. God said, sit down and write. You write? I mean, that's generally it, right? Okay, so here's the thing. Do you think that God would tell Moses a lie? Like, like a little white lie, like, kind of like what how many parents did for so long where they told their kids that Santa Claus was real because it was cute. You think God would do that to Moses? I, I, yeah, I, no, I, way. Facetious. no, not yeah. a thousand years. <laughs> no, man, absolutely not, adamantly not. And so when, when it says right here, check it out, dude. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, that's a, like a summary right? It's not saying he did that all of a sudden and now this other stuff happened. No, it's saying in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay, now let's let's drill down. The earth was without form and void. Toho evoho. Okay? Okay. So listen, it was without form and void. That means it wasn't flat. It wasn't round. It wasn't anything. It was without form. Yeah. And void, like nothing. Okay, so it's like it's still it's in the mind of God, so to speak. Okay, and it says, and darkness was on the face of the deep. Wait a minute. Okay, so and then a spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Mm. Waters? No, he was he was floating around in space, right? No. And then God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. Amen. By the way, just as an aside, you get this one for free. The light that God, when he said, let there be light, we're talking about the whole EM spectrum, not the white light light, or the light like my lighty bulb. Let there be light was 
everything, by the way, I know it's going to sound new agey. It's not. Everything is made from light. Everything is made from light. Okay. And so when he said, let there be light, basically the, the, the particles, the, the, the most uh, intricate elements of all creation was in the light. Okay. Exactly. The light existed before the sun existed. Dude, exactly. So again, the one you guys, you know what the electromagnetic spectrum looks like, right? You realize that visible light is just this little sliver I was in, say, in the corner. Yeah. Okay. When he said let there be light, it included all of that, the stuff we can't see too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So just kind of picture that in your mind, right? And said, okay, he saw the light, it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. He called the light day, and darkness he called night. So the evening, the morning were the first day and nothing been created but light so far guys yeah okay okay right now the earth is still without form and void okay okay and then and 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 so and it's another thing is that it sounds so um like a simpleton kind of statement right he called the light day and the darkness night it sounds like a simple but because we've looked at it that way we have not paid attention to what it's actually saying because the earth still hasn't been formed yet guys and i i know you guys know this but the average christian is not thinking about these details right okay and he said then let, let there be a firmament a rakia in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters okay okay wait a minute so it divided the waters and the, from the waters below and the waters above okay and it says, and it was so, and God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Now listen, we know from Paul's writing that there are three heavens. Now there's there's another place mm-hmm. where he talks about, it's a, it's actually an exoteric, esoteric writing. Uh, Paul writes there's three heavens. The third heaven was where God was. That's what he says. I knew a man who went up to the third heaven. He's talking about himself, right? Paul is. He went up to the third heaven where the Lord resides. Okay. So we've got the heaven, the air above us, the heaven, the rakia, and then the heavens above that. Okay. So I did want I did want to touch on that real quick with yes, you. So sir. the heavens is every everywhere that the flying fowl and the and the, the and the flying creatures right. can fly above us, right? That's and right. the planes and the yes. you know, all yep. And then and then you have rakia, which is yes. firm of it. Yep. Shout out for mementalists. And then the throne of God, which is the third heaven, sits right above that. That's right. So is it in the midst of the waters above, or you think it floats above the waters above? We don't know, right? It says right. because it's getting it's interesting when it talks about the sapphire, you know, yes. and, and the, yes. the the terrible crystal and then and that it's yes. underneath his feet. Exactly. That's right. Right. But but and also- then you go look at that and what is sapphire? you look at pictures of sapphire stones they look blue like the like the ocean waters right yep they sure go it's showing you that that's what's above when you're looking up at the blue sky you're literally looking at the firmament and god's just above that just above the firmament so check it out here's another thing though so we must keep in mind also that the firmament is not we i think we have this idea that the firmament is like a bowl like a thin surface no because all of the all of the luminaries are in it what we call the stars yeah the sun and the moon and the stars are in the firmament 
That's what the scripture says. Yeah. Okay. So whatever that construct of the firmament is, it's not some little thin paper thin thing that keeps water above and water below. It's it, it's it's some very sizable construct that only the most high could make. Okay. He's God and we're not. Okay. And so yeah, they tried to break through it, you know, and they dude, can't. It's not gonna happen, man. Okay. And so I've heard something fascinating that I would like to get your opinion on that we talked that? about on the show, but we had a previous guest that, you know, he talked about the toroidal field and the energy system of the earth. Yeah. And he talks about pure, pure oxygen exposed yes. to this energy field can harden itself like a crystalline yep. substance and it becomes a purified form of oxygen, which is rock hard. Yep. And he said that, that, you know, if the earth was round and we see s- stuff like shooting stars, right? How come right. people on the other side of the earth would see shooting stars falling up, right? Right. But we only ever see them shooting down. <laughs> and what he was, and this is just a theory but that we talked about, but I thought it was very right. interesting. Is He says, what if the there's because the, the firmament can heal itself? And what if it fragments does. of the of the firmament break off at times and fall down into our atmosphere yep. through the stratosphere? And when they fall to earth, they since they're pure oxygen, they ignite at some point or somehow, you know, I don't understand. But they're, that's what we see falling down are chunks of the firmament and they burn up before they fall to the earth. Correct. You know, and, well, but the other thing is, too, is that, you know, maybe they don't just simply fall down. Maybe they are be, the 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 collateral effect of what's happening in battles in a war in heaven okay there 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 oh, are okay. there are rebellious angels and they still remain now at least 200 of them are, are in chains under darkness until the great and terrible day of the lord now we know that from scripture right but there were more rebellious angels than just the 200 that god had sent down on mount Hermon. but that's a that's a whole nother story for another conversation <laughs> but i i wanted you you're, you just nailed me though, dude. You're quoting out the scripture I was gonna call up. That's funny. I was like, oh, I'm gonna nail you guys with John John five. And anyway, <laughs> so so look look. So here we are. We got we got God calls out light. We got day and night. We still don't have an earth. It's still void and and, and without form. It, it ain't been addressed yet. Okay. Then yeah. we got the rakia, the firmament separates the waters above from the waters below. We still don't have earth, dude. Okay. It still hasn't been mentioned yet, okay? Now, okay, and then he said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place. Now listen, and let dry land appear, okay? That's Haaretz. Now listen, Haaretz, that is dry land. See, because of what we've had incepted into our minds, when we hear the word earth, everyone pictures that round ball with pictures of land masses and water. No, man. In the scripture, the earth is only the land. Everything else is the waters. Right. Everything else. Okay, I'm looking at that picture behind you. The earth is only the land, according to scripture, not according to Dave. That's okay, right? God does not call the waters the earth. Right? Now, here's, here's another thing. The abyss, the abysso, the, the, the yeah. depth. Okay, that is, believe it or not, is above us when they're cast into outer darkness because we have this idea of the abyss being below us. It, from God's perspective, the waters that are under him are below. 
Mm-hmm. And so, so when the evil ones are cast into outer darkness, it's literally outside of the rakia. They're, they're cast into outer darkness where there's wailing and gnashing of teeth. Now, it's also, it's not impossible that it's also is literally a, a spiritual realm. Because we, we, it's another thing too is, okay, I know I look like I'm jumping all over the place. When we look up at the sky and we- No, you're, you make sense and I love it. I like okay, how you're jumping cool. back and forth. Okay, you're when on we point. look up at the sky, praise God, I have a clear sky where I live and it's it's country where I live. And not everybody is blessed with that in this day and age. And so they got a lot of light noise and they don't really see the stars like somebody who lives where the skies are dark. Okay. But it's an amazing sight if it's something you haven't seen all your life. It's 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 profound. And what happens though is you're looking at what the scripture says are angelic hosts. That's what the scripture says. Yeah. Okay. okay. So well, Dave, they look like they're just little twinkling lights. No, listen, that's how they express in this realm. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're in another quote-unquote dimension in the heavenly realm. Okay? But they're expressing as what we call stars, what the scriptures call luminaries. We're seeing- now I do I do got to ask something here though because I I have heard that there is no term for dimension in the Hebrew language is that true so you're you're using that just as the term to explain it in language well, terms but there is no actual word for dimension in the yeah, Hebrew language yeah, but right we don't need a word but that's just like saying there is no there's a word for um uh look the heavenly realm. I get what you're saying. Though. Yeah, yeah, heavenly yeah. realm is another dimension. You're right. There is no word for dimension. That's a a modern vernacular for, for a heavenly realm, a spiritual realm. And it's another thing. There you go. Define spirit. Okay. Define spirit. It's like you, you kind of can't. And, and here's the thing is this why it says that those who worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. Huh? Because God is spirit. Okay. <laughs> so it's very hard to define. But then we're also told in the scripture that the spirit is greater than the flesh. See, we, we think this is what everything's really about. We think... This, it's solid, Dave. Beat your head on it, right? No, listen, listen. The spirit is greater than what we call the material world. Remember a moment ago when I said everything is made from light, when God said, let there be light? The the most uh, rudimentary basic particle of all matter is light. So, so in saying this too, I have some listeners that some firmamentalists that are going to love that because one of my friends, shout out Devin from California, but he, he and myself are both firm believers that the spirit realm and everything in the spirit is more real than the physical realm. Yes. You know, yeah. and, and this is just a bleep just hey. I mean, in the whole expanse because time doesn't even exist in the spirit. Correct. Right. Bam. Exactly. And that's hard to get your brain around because we're linear in this. We've experienced this life and there's a linear time frame. And, and it's I, I was contemplating it just last night. I was thinking about. There, 
forget eternity is not a long time. There is no time. There is no time. It's hard to get your brain around it. But somehow when we're changed in the blink of an eye, if, if we're here when Jesus comes back or uh, when we're changed, when we the dead in Christ rise first, when we're changed and we see him as he truly is, we'll understand it. And by yeah. the way, because God says so, I, 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 I have no problem with going. I don't understand it, but it's cool. God's got it. It's cool. Yeah. Right. And so, all right. So look, we're at, we're at firmament. We still now, finally we get the waters have all been gathered together and some dry land has appeared, you know, the Haaretz, right. And God called the dry land earth. Now we're, we're at day three, by the way. Okay. <laughs> and he's gathering together the waters he called seas and God saw that it was good. And then God said, let the earth bring forth grass and herb that yields seed and fruit that yields fruit according to its kind. By the way, that right there is almost, even though he doesn't say it's a law, it's what God set into, into motion and that's how it's supposed to be. And we find that that's been messed with by the rebellious angels. And that's mm. why God, not only the trees, but every animal because the, the scripture says all flesh was corrupt in Genesis 6. How much? Yes. All. Okay. So we, we find in the very beginning that God had set into motion that everything that produces seed that produces after its own kind, produces according to its own kind. The way he intended it to be. That's correct. You know, and, I, and, and that's what, they, that's what the, uh, the fallen ones came down and they started messing with God's creation. And what are we doing nowadays? What are they doing? We're doing, doing the same folks, thing. Through, we're GMO, through GMOs and through transhumanism. Yeah. They are messing with God's creation. So right. that's why I do think, and I know this is, I want to go back and forth, but we're going to go back. Sure, I'm going to let you go it. back to where you were at. But dude, that's what Matthew 24 is all about, man. Totally. You know, hey, when hey, he hey. said, when the Son of Man returns, will be as in the days of Noah. What was the Correct. days of Noah when they were messing with God's creation and creating abominations? What are they doing now? They're messing with God's creation and making yes. abominations. Well, we, we're happened? not meant to be human chimeras or cyborgs. You know, Jesus Christ didn't die for chimeras and cyborgs. He died yes. for humans. And the enemy yes. knows that. So it's his plan to steal you of your birthright by turning you into a human chimera or a cyborg. Yes. Because Correct. then you're unclean in the eyes of the Lord. And you're well, what it is like he is. Is that that corruption is what happened with the flood was, is that Hasatan, the opposer, God told him in the garden, your seed's going to be at enmity with her seed in Genesis 3. God told, say, he was like reading his mail. I know what you're going to do, but your seed's going to be at enmity with her seed. He shall crush thy head and you shall strike his heel is what it always said in the script. Okay. And so God's reading Hasatan's mail and he's telling him, I know you're going to do this. So they corrupt all flesh. Why would, why, why was, why would God, why was God so mean that he, he killed everyone? This is what people believe, dude. That God was angry back then. God was an angry God and wrathful God until Jesus came along and he, you know, it is God's only begotten son and it chilled God out. I mean, come on, people. No, God never changes. God was gracious when he flooded the earth. God was mm -hmm. full of mercy when he flooded the earth. He he, he could have, it said, he said that he, 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 he regretted, he repented that he had even made man on the earth, by the way, it says that's a, that's a qualifier. Yeah. 
All right. And so, so listen, they, they corrupted all flesh so that God's only begotten could not be born of a woman. It would have been born of corrupt seed from the fallen ones, from the rebellious ones. And so God put a stop to it. And this is in my book. I call it cosmic cataclysmic change events. That we have cataclysms in the world that change history, you know, great earthquakes and hurricanes and all that. But when God steps in, it's always because of what these these rebellious angels are doing with man. Every time God has stepped in and done a a cosmic cataclysmic change event, it's because the fallen ones are leading man so far astray and they're so corrupt in their bodies and in their minds and in their spirit that God has to take action. That's what well, he did. Huh? They had taken over the place of God yes. because they were they were being worshipped as gods Correct. on earth. Gods with a with a small G, not a big yes. G, right? Right. They weren't That's the right. big one. That's they right. were the smaller, the lesser God. Right. And right. and I, I like you, I look at like people look at um mythology like greek mythology Correct. and some of these abominations or they they, they they talk about these flying serpents and and all these different you know uh cultures from all around the world were depicting these these things and and the giants you know which the smithsonian which by the way has a jesuit logo hide from us but that's what they know they they were actually do they were eating humans the ones yes. that were serving them they would eat them they would take their women they would I mean it was just total destruction of, of and they were leaving just enough to be worshipped and enslaved them that's not the way it was intended to be God was supposed to be the stewards of the earth yeah right? and, and well God not had these. set them well he had set them to be over the nations to lead the people to to righteousness you see this in Psalm eighty two. God stands in the midst of the divine council amongst the gods, it says. Now, see, we have this problem with the word God, G-O-D. What that original word is in the Hebrew, in, in the Old Testament scripture, is Elohim. Elohim means strong shepherd, okay? It's, it also means spirit being. Any Anyone his spirit being is an Elohim, but they were, they were, God had put them over the nations, but they had decided for themselves to commit a great sin and to rebel against what God had assigned them to do. And so, so that's what took place. And you're right. Listen, we have this false Hollywood idea that, that first of all, that mythology is history. It's, it's, they experience these, these creatures. These are real things. Okay. Those flying serpents, those are those are called Nakash. Okay. They look like a an energized slithering snake in the air. Okay. You guys know who Richie from Boston is? Yes. Okay. I'm familiar with him. I've been on this show a couple of times and I remember years ago he had actually caught a Nakash in the sky on a camera. Okay. He caught it was a it was a serpentine being flying through uh, the sky. I've seen it in northern New Mexico. It yeah. looked like flying intestine. It was tapered yeah. at the ends, and it looked like a bulbous black thing, and it slithered right. above us in the sky above yeah. me and my brother in our backyard. I get the chills right now, brother. And we yeah. watched this thing, and at first I thought it was a string of balloons, but then it <laughs> moved with intelligence. It moved with right. intelligence and purpose, and yes. it completely. It looked like you know what it looked like an eel swimming in water. Or like yeah. a water snake, correct? And it, and it and it and it went 
from one direction flew over us and flew off into the distance. It wasn't it wasn't even going with the wind patterns of the the way the wind was okay. blowing. So this thing was okay. a complete entity of its own. I've seen this thing in northern New Mexico. Amen. So check it out. <laughs> so the word for those is Nakash. It's it's the it's also it's it's like a serpent, be a shiny serpent. Okay. Now here's the thing. Also Elohim. You know that Satan is called the prince of the power of the air. If you, I know it's not canon, but if you read ex, uh, esoteric text, uh, apocryphal text, you'll find that um, that the demons basically tell Solomon in this one story, I actually have a section in my book, and they tell him that they have the power to be able to fly through the air and watch men and try to cause men to to lose their life early to trip up mankind because again in the book of enoch for example these beings are disembodied spirits of the nephilim they were half human and half angel and now they roam the earth right and they hunger but do not eat they thirst but do not drink and they loathe loathe mankind and and yeah. And I've said this numerous times. I don't know the head count of, of from the flood, but I'm going to guess that it was at least millions, if not billions, of what we're talking about. All flesh was corrupt, all except for Noah, his son, Noah. and their wives. Okay, except for that, all flesh was corrupt. So when they died in the flood, that means that their spirits are 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 roaming the earth as evil spirits. Okay, so I think that when people are conjuring and contacting these spirits, that's what they're actually contacting is these disembodied spirits. Of course they are. Yes. Yeah, and 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 I think that's why the 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 whole transhumanism thing is huge because if they can, so they're building themselves vessels to inhabit is what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, and if they can if they can put you to a Neuralink, yeah. and then you're no longer your thoughts are no longer your own. That yes. these disembodied spirits can take home in your temple, and right. now they can articulate you because okay. they are outnumbered by God's legion in heaven, okay. right? So that's I why they. Need I didn't plan this scripture, right? but you just touched on it, right? He will stand in the temple of God in the holy place, declaring that He is God to Himself. It says declaring to Himself. This is, I'm talking about the Antichrist, declaring to Himself that He is God. Now listen, Jesus said. God does not live in temples made with hands, okay? Jesus said that the kingdom of God is at hand, even within you, okay? Jesus said there'll come a time when you won't worship on that mountain or in this temple, that you will worship in spirit and truth. It says wherever you are, basically, right? Okay, so listen, you, do you not know that you are the temple of the living God? So the Ooh. temple... That the Antichrist is going to be in declaring to himself that he is God is you. This Christians need to get this. They need to they need to get to understand this. This is the end game. That's the end game. Okay. Yes. AI, Daniel. It's Daniel two. It's the end of the Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, I'm sorry. The yeah. Is the that the mire and clay? That's right. Look, look. The end of the Nebuchadnezzar dream. Right. And so it wraps up with a line that says, um, they will mingle with the seed of men, but will not cleave one to another. Now, the, the, 
let, let me go there. So instead of, uh, instead of, I'm actually re- While you're looking for that, man, I'm just going to talk to Alex real quick. And Alex, man, sure. thank you for bringing David on our show. <laughs> I love this dude. He's in my wheelhouse, brother. Thank Please you. God. I can just sit and listen to David for hours. It's like, <laughs> I'm just so happy to sit here and listen. Like, it's... I'm looking for Daniel. Why am I having art? Here it is. I'm, I'm... You know what's crazy? And David, while you're looking for this, I just wanted to tell you, because this is really what got me started. And this is what really, I mean, before I even became like a, a, a you know, biblical cosmologist or flat earth or whatever you want to say. Before, what the way God really revealed himself to me was I had UFO experiences. And before, you know, I was a Christian at the time, but I kind of had this, you know, I was on that ancient alien thing. And, I'm you know, I was reading Eric Bondanikin and Chariots of the Gods. And, and I had this kind of ancient astronaut, like Bible hybrid, you know, like weird mixture of, of two things that really don't mix. Right. And I didn't understand, but I kept asking God. And I had multiple multiple ufo experiences in northern new mexico or what they would call ufo or uap now they call it yes sir sounds right. dumb to me but you know um i've seen i've seen a craft or whatever it was now i know it was demons but i've seen a thing in the sky at my friend's ranch that was like two super walmart stacked on top of each other and as i prayed out loud this thing broke apart into four separate smaller vessels it flew like it was going to fly into the mountain it just disappeared and and it was as real as like talking to you right now, man. Amen. This thing just came right up on us. And thank God I wasn't by myself because I think I might have fainted from fear or who knows what would have happened. <laughs> but I rebuked this thing. And then when, when it moved, when I prayed in Jesus name, after that moment, I was like, dude, I will never, ever question the name of Jesus because right. it was when I prayed when this thing went away. And that's Amen. when I knew. And I asked God, he didn't show me right away but he showed me over time you got to do some of the groundwork and he'll meet you but you ask and he'll show you and this is what he's led me to exactly what you're teaching now and now i know there is no such thing as extraterrestrials from other galaxies or other planets not at all they're already here right and they're demonic and it's a deception and this is all part of the this is what yes yeah okay so look what's funny is is that i also when i was young 12 10 11 i I read the Von Donegan books, you know, Chariots of the Gods, and I read all, and I was I was turned on as a kid by all that. And I, also, I was an, a NASA fanboy as a as a child who didn't want to be an astronaut when you were twelve. I mean, you know, that was normal, right? Yeah. So, so here's the thing: growing up, I saw I saw all the kinds of crazy lights and all the kinds of craft and uh, up in the air. And as I got older, where'd you grow up, by the way? I grew up in California, right between Sacramento and San Francisco, in a in a, in a place called oh, San Joaquin Valley. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, and so so anyway, I get older. <clears throat> I, of course, I lived a sordid, sinful life. I played music for a living and all this stuff, and then so um, I, I used to play country music for a living. Hey, for real, you know what's yeah. funny is I'm gonna I'm a I'm actually an MC, but uh, my dad was an old school cowboy spirit. And I grew up listening to all that old, uh, you know, um, outlaw country. And I didn't care for when I was young, but when my dad passed away, yeah, I went, started going through his music. And then I was like, now I know why you like this pops. And then yeah. like, I love that music now too. You know, yeah, so I, it, I grew up listening to it, but uh, it, yeah, I'm it, with it, you. It, it, you it, have it, a very cool. similar path. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah. Big time. So what happened with me is I, you know, I worked at NASA and then I was, I, uh, Holy Spirit told me and my wife both, we were supposed to leave our family, 
leave everything we knew. We both worked at NASA, leave our jobs and move to some town called Chester in South Carolina. Okay. I didn't, we didn't know why or anything. We didn't know why. But see, this is that whole thing about God. It's not so much that you have to do something for God to tell you something. What God is, is God's waiting for you to be prepared to handle what he's going to tell you. See, God is a good God. He's not a tyrant. He's he's not a tyrant like at all. He loves to bless you. God loves to pour himself into you, but you can't handle it. You have to get, he has to let you go through life. Sometimes it's hard things in life that you have to go through to be prepared to receive what he's going to bless you with. Bam. Okay. That's the truth, dude. If, if, If people, if you're listening and you're going through something hard, put your trust in the most high. Trust in Jesus Christ, okay? Oh, well, Dave, this is really hard and this really sucks and it's so painful or I'm in trouble. Listen, trust God. I'm telling you the truth. Don't trust me. He will bring you through. If you turn to him, you repent of your sin, you repent and you trust in him. He will carry you through. And then you'll come out on the other side with what the Bible calls a mantle, you, you are, he will yes. you up. You'll have a mantle. You'll be at another level of understanding. This is how it works, people. You have to go through tribulation to be able to grow. You have to. He he showed me this too, you know, and, and I've shared this with others before that they're like, oh, well, things are so hard. And if, if this was real, then I wouldn't be going, if God was real, I wouldn't be going through all this. And I tell them, you know how a blacksmith makes a sword? <laughs> he has to throw it in a fire and beat the crap out of it. Beat it, beat it with a hammer yes. in a mist of a fire, and it's yep. just getting beat. And then when it survives and he pulls it out, yep. then you're that sharp sword. But you have to go through. He has to refine you in the fire. He does, dude. And those, those. That's not just a pretty picture. That is really what. And and, and God. God allows these things to happen. I went through horrible things in my childhood, and and through my young adult some of it was my own doing yeah yeah some of the stupid stuff i did i deserved to die and god kept his hand over me he had a plan i i why i feel compelled i'm there's people listening now i'm sure that that are you're gonna be listening in the future that need to know that god will carry you through okay he will but just trust in that just walk in that and you'll wake up, you'll, and one day, whatever that thing is that, that's haunting you, that's tearing at your spirit, one day it'll be gone. It won't be there anymore. And, and God will have taken you out of it. So the same thing you went through, brother, the same thing with, 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 uh, with seeing the UFOs. So I'm older. God calls us. We move to South Carolina. I'm teaching at a church, a church of God. Okay, you know, church of God. They're kind of uh, 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 evangelical, very, very flamboyant worship. When the pastor says, let's pray, it's not quiet. It's like shouting, like a roar. Everyone's praying. It's kind of cool. So so we're in this church, and I remember I was asking God, remember I worked at NASA, and I'm reading the scriptures, and I'm like, Lord, I don't understand how, if, if there's space aliens out there, how, how is it that you don't say anything about it in your scriptures, in the word? How is it that you don't say anything? And, and the Holy Spirit said, they're demons. 
And that was, listen, and I still believe that we lived in the spinning globe, mind you, at that point. Mm -hmm. This was almost 20 years ago. Okay. And so it took, it was still a while. I had to go through things to be able to receive that we had (laughs) what the Bible describes, right? But look, look, let let me just finish up this thought that you mentioned about the iron and the Bible. Okay. So look. There's this rule in scripture in, in, in hermeneutics called, called the rule of first mention. It's, it's a real standard. The Bible explains itself. Okay. The, when you need the, something to be defined, the, the scriptures define themselves. So it says in here, it says, where thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, will mingle themselves, but they shall not cleave one to another. Well, in Genesis, I think it's Genesis 2, where it says a man shall leave his mother and father and he shall cleave unto his wife and they shall become one flesh. Okay. That's the first time you see the word cleave in scripture. So now we know that's what cleave means. Okay. You become one flesh, right? Mm -hmm. So this time it's saying though, this is this is describing this that statue that Ebenezer was freaking out over, and he asked Daniel to explain it to him, remember, right? The gold head and all that, right? And the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay. So the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another. One to another. So the first time in Genesis 6, they cleaved, guys. Right? This time, this time, the day we're in today, they're going to mingle with the seed of man. Well, how are they going to mingle? It's called AI. It's called AI and transhumanism. The AI is being used to drive people to believe that the only way they can compete in the world with artificial intelligence that's coming is that you're going to have to combine with AI to be able to compete. Okay? Now, listen, they don't have to put it, folks, don't be, if you hear somebody say they're putting a chip in you and they're preaching that, don't listen to them. They don't have to put a chip into you. You are a chip, okay? Because we're made up of the same stuff that what we call technology is. We're, we have the same elements in us. So all they have to do is tell your body to change, you know, your body actually, when you scratch your skin, your body makes new skin cells. When you cough, you know, you damage your lungs, your body makes new lung cells. You know, when you break a bone on your leg, right? You break the bone. Does the doctor fix the bone? No. No, He puts you in a cast so that your leg is held straight and then your body automagically takes the elements in your body the calcium and all that stuff and makes a new bone puts it back together so all they have to do and it's actually a small thing because they're already doing it is take the code that tells your body what cells to make what how to use the elements that are in your body and tell it to make something else is that mrna that's that's partially mrna that's that's graphene gels that graphene Listen, okay, so graphene is made from carbon and oxygen. Both of those elements are in your body, by the way. Mm -hmm. So 
it's it's a small matter to tell your body instead of making new skin cells produce graphene and make a circuit now i i'm just i'm simplifying to the nth degree i'm just saying that 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 well so because I, I, I do want to add something here though i do want to add something here because we've had a previous guest and he's a brilliant writer. He's actually the the podcast that we're supporting, uh, Dispatches from Reality, Scipio. But he talked about, too, one of the big things that they're doing, not only genetically and through the mRNA technology and these graphene gels, you know, and the nanotechnology inside right. it, right? But they want to push this new, uh, have us eating bugs and stuff. Of course. Because bugs actually have the, the, the better material components yes. for these things to stack yes. themselves yes. and build the AI yes. inside of us. So Amen. That's why yes. want us eating he, he's spot on. burgers and 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 uh, insects. Yeah, yep. because spot it, on. Gives it, it it gives us the per, it gives these technologies the perfect means to yeah. uh, build themselves in our absolutely. Yeah. So we, we're putting yeah. the building blocks. Remember the remember when we were kids? You are what you eat. Mm-hmm. Remember those statements, right? Mm-hmm. So and you really are what you eat. You really are. Right, because your body uses that as source material to do whatever your body needs to do. So you change the code in your body to make something else. Uh, Bill Gates actually gave a talk uh, several, a couple of years ago at this point, and he said that we're going to make it so that your body, when you have a headache, your body will make its own aspirin. I heard him say that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So what I'm, if it sounds far fetched, what I'm saying, folks, I'm, I'm telling you the truth is. Is this now again? This isn't some utopian society that we all have dreams for. This is the plans of some psychotic people who are in mm-hmm. league with rebellious angels who who think at one point in their in their in their life in their eternal life that they could kill God, okay? That they could take God out, right? Okay, you know the Tower of Babel. That's what they wanted to do: is to storm heaven, right? Okay, so maybe I just jumped into that a little too hard, right? <laughs> so, so you know, the town of Bab El. By the way, Bab El means gateway to God. Okay, all right. So, yeah, they, Nimrod was became Nephilim, and so Nimrod was leading the people. They wanted to make a name for themselves, right? Okay. He says, "Come, let us make a name for ourselves." Right now, here, here's the thing. I know I'm. I know I'm jumping around. I know, but I mentioned this in my book. It's in one of the last sections called Shem. So, the demons that remember those disembodied spirits that are the leftovers from the flood when everyone was killed, but Noah, his sons, and their wives, right, and a bunch of animals. Okay. So, those spirits disembodied, angry, really ticked off spirits, okay? Uh, They were around when Nimrod was around, right? So when Nimrod said, come, let us make a name for ourselves, he wasn't just talking to people. Get what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the, the disembodied spirits... The demons do not have a name. We get an example of that when Jesus saw the demoniac and he said, what's your name? And he said, we, we, we are legion for we are mm-hmm. many. And, and so, and the word Shem from the two, from the Hebrew 
is a sheen and a mem. Sheen is teeth, mem is water. So they do not eat and they do not drink. So they do not have a name. Get it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So and so and also, and I said this in the last show, and I'll say it again, is if you don't have a name, how can your name be written in the Lamb's Book of Life? It's not. Yeah. Okay. And so can I can I ask you something too? Uh so the, the, the fallen angels though, and the and the ones that are in uh, you know, um Sheol or or the abyss or yes, you know right, the, yes. that are that are chained and locked away, right? That's right. Those are actual right. still the physical beings that 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 left with Lucifer. They were the the angels from heaven, right? But the Nephilim are now disembodied demonic spirits. They're yes. two separate things, right? The fallen they, angels. They are two thing, separate. They, the, and, angels... And the Nephilim, the Nephilim right. are another. And and I did want to say thank you to it was you I believe that sent me Pastor uh, Omar Thibodeau's series. I did, yeah. Through cosmology, yeah. I love that. Oh, that guy's that great, man. People. That guy's and, great. And and, and uh, I think some people are team flat now because of Omar yeah. Thibodeau's teachings. And I've been again. I'm I'm trying to track him down. I want to get him on the podcast. But he had this quote that I did want to say. Sure. He said, "Lucifer hates the firmament." Like a prisoner hates the bars of his prison cell. Correct. Correct. <laughs> correct. And so, so look, look, and here's the thing too. Okay. Cause you, I, I like the term you use, you know, team flat, right? So a lot of people go, well, what's it matter, Dave? What's it matter? You know, well, because one is true and one is not. Yeah. Right. Okay. God says, it says, let's see. And with all, this is in Second Thessalonians two, okay. And at at and in the New King James Version at verse ten, it says, "And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion. God, He's going to send them a delusion." That they should believe the lie, that they may all be condemned who did not believe the truth, but listen to this, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Okay, check it out. Check it out, y'all. I, I thought about this earlier today. I, this is before I was, as I was going to get in the shower at, at like six o'clock this morning, before I was going to go to work, I was thinking about meeting with y'all tonight and Holy Spirit and I was having a talk. What, what does it mean to be righteous or unrighteous, and we actually get scriptural uh, uh, designation of what righteousness is. We, it's really simple. You guys will know it when I tell it to you. You'll be like, oh, okay. Okay, listen. Because Abraham believed God, it was counted unto him as righteousness. Mm-hmm. Righteous is believing God. By the way, unrighteousness is not believing God. So, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So if you go, well, what does it matter if you believe the earth is flat like the Bible says or it's a ball? You're being unrighteous and you're having pleasure in unrighteousness. Hello? I'm not making this up. This The scripture says this. Yeah, and that's why I love Omar Thibodeau's teachings because he says you either believe in the infallible word of God and the truth of God, or you believe in the follies of man. Right. Uh, you know, he, 
you know, he had so many good quotes that he wrote down. Well, well but, uh, let me let me let me yeah. state something that I state in my book that is, is important to demarcate too. Because people will say the infallible word of God. Okay. I'm not I'm not poo-pooing the Bible here. I'm not. But I can point out that the Bible in the first verse doesn't say what it says in the original Hebrew in English. So you can say, well, it's not infallible. No, no. What the Bible is emphatic about, it's absolutely infallible. That there's only one way to the Father. His name is Jesus yeah. Christ of Nazareth, Yeshua HaMashiach. He is the way, the truth, and the life. There is a most high God, okay? And that he created all things, including those who oppose him, by the way. They're, they're, it's, it's absurd to think that they would even do such a thing. But whatever. So... So, and by the way, you know, all of us were enemies of God before Holy Spirit got a hold of our heart. Yeah. Okay. And so I say it's absurd now, but listen, check it out. Because God made us in his image, and we have a place in us that's designed for him to reside in, that he would come in and sup with us, the scripture says, right? Mm -hmm. I'll knock, and you answer, and I'll come in and sup with you, right? Okay. The angels don't have that. This is why they also hate us too. See, see, you are the temple of the living God. Well, not every person, because if you don't accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you're an empty temple, which is a dangerous place to be in life right now because there's a bunch of demons walking around waiting for a chance to take you. Yeah. Okay? And so you remember that parable that Jesus told, taught where the man gets all cleaned up and he's all cleaned up and his house is clean? And the, the demon leaves and goes to the dry places and he finds no place to go. And so he returns with seven of his worst friends and they're made yeah. all the, okay. You do not want to be an empty temple. You, this, you desperately need Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You, you need him and you need to have the Holy Spirit to, so that you can hear the voice of the most high I'm desperate for people to, to get this. Yes. If you don't hear from Holy Spirit, you're not going to make it through what's coming. Yes. See, that the enemy, yeah, they're powerful. They might even kill your body. They might. They might. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. By the way, not very many Christians know this. You know, during the millennial reign, we judged those angels that did all yeah, this. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, but hey, but it's because we're we're serving the Most High. We're serving the Lord during that time, and that's he's he's doing cleanup, and we're part of the cleanup detail. Okay, <laughs> and so hey, praise God, that's cool for me. I'll I'll take it. So so look, this is not a pride thing. It's not a pride thing. Like I'm better than anybody. I am. I am a wicked man. But Jesus is awesome. Faith yeah. in Him. He guys. I'm sitting here talking to you about the things of God. I'm not chasing pretty girlies and getting drunk and doing all this stuff that was going to be my eternal death. I. I. I'm concerned. He really does make all things new. That's, those are not pretty words. Now, it's called sanctification. You know, all of us are at different places, right? 
It's a process. Just like you expressed earlier, you weren't ready to to hear all the other stuff God was going to tell you, right? Because mm-hmm. you were still in the process of sanctification. You're still growing. Hey, you know, you guys, I, I'm guessing you're probably in your 30s, both of y'all, right? Okay. I'm 29. Okay. What? Yeah, no, actually, we're both 45. He's lying. Yeah, right. No, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're okay. both 45. You're in your 40s. Okay, still, 40 was like a hot spot for me. I was I was in, in my game because I was still in great shape, and I could pick up trees and stuff like that and not get tired. And 20 years does some work to you. But anyway, so, but, but here's the thing. Um, you're going to hear and learn if you seek in this day and age, so stuff that you just didn't imagine you would know and understand. Yeah. And, and why is that? Because the scripture says where sin abounds, grace abounds greatly. And see, Jesus is grace. See, the Holy Spirit, We, you guys see that the world is, is, is crazy town, right? You guys yeah, see it. Definitely. And you got children. I mean, Someone's scary, okay? And you got children, and you're wor- you you guys are worried about, and I am too, because I still got one child. Even well, my kids, your kids are always your kids. It doesn't even matter if they're adults. Right. We're. I'm concerned because they're growing up in garbage that I never imagined I would see when I was their age. Yeah, it's so crazy. Dude. It's crazy, but, <laughs> but. The scripture says that this will be the greatest outpouring of Holy Spirit ever. Okay. Yeah, I believe it. No, it's 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 coming. And so look, check it out. But Holy Spirit is not somebody where you start just, you know, writhing and freaking out. No, he's the spirit of truth. Yes. Okay, so you understand that the reason we're able to talk about the stuff that we do and all that stuff that we all talk about and everybody thinks we're a bunch of conspiracy kooks. Yeah. I, yep. He's called the spirit of truth. See, isn't that amazing? It's freaking cool. And it's such an, it's <laughs> such an honor to be a part of this. And yes. you know, we're not perfect and, and Alex and myself don't have it right all the time, but we're trying to put it together and we keep going to the supreme source, which is Jesus Christ. And we Amen. keep asking the Holy spirit That's right. to lead us along the way. And yeah. And it's and 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 sometimes we have to stumble or make a mistake or even sometimes one of the listeners will email us and be like, "Hey, man, you need to go check this out." But that's the way uh, you know brothers and and sisters hold each other accountable in the kingdom. And then we all learn and we grow together. But it's yeah. the Holy Spirit that's teaching us. It's Christ Amen. that's teaching us. Yes, you know, it's a cool system, isn't it? Yeah, it oh, well, God, and, works. And, and they can't stop us. They can't put a lid on the truth. No, no, I, that's that's the thing. It, listen, like Jesus said, you you the Holy Spirit is like the wind. You know, you can you don't know where it comes from and where it's going, but you see its effect. Yeah, right? and you see His effect. See, and and you really do. Like right now, you see it. And so, look, I wanted to point that out. It was one of the things I wanted to point out about why it's important to understand biblical cosmology the truth of it because otherwise if you're if you're uh glorying in uh galaxies billions of light years away you're having pleasure in unrighteousness okay yes okay and i i, I, I 
What? Go ahead. I, I would lo- I, I would love to read this quote, man, because I have to read one more from I have to yeah. see one more Omar Thibodeau quote in there, man. This dude said he said uh, preaching against creationism and conforming to evolution is the biggest problem the church faces. Who cares what Neil deGrasse Tyson, Einstein, or Darwin say? They don't give me breath in the morning. No, they don't. Correct. Oh, I love that dude. I, I, and I love science. This the Jesuit disinformation program. Well, <laughs> what I, I no, I know not really real right. science. Real no, science, no. real science can be proven, but philosophy is just school of thought. Mo- modern modern science has become layers of presumptions upon layers of presumptions upon yeah. layers of presumptions, and I, I could go on to infinity and beyond. It's, and you, when you listen to astrophysicists talk, it, it's the, everything they say is presumptive. They're saying, if you you can imagine that this planetary body has yeah. oxygen. In it. Um, okay, and there's another thing. If your listeners don't know this, no one has seen a planetary body outside of 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 what we call our solar system. I loathe, there's no such thing as a solar system, but no one has seen a ex, ex, extrasolar planet, a, a planetary body that goes around another star. They'll tell you that they have this, they've discovered a planet. What they've saw, seen is the light fluctuate from some distant thing that they're saying is billions of light years away. By the way, that's absurd. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying is they, and, and, and there was no picture. Everything that comes in is data. It's numbers. It's massive amounts of numbers that's correlated to certain things and processed into an imaginary image. Okay? Now, here we are. We're using this technology on a screen. I, I want to close up with, with this if it probably is a good time. Is we're, we're talking face-to-face, so to speak over these screens but in reality do you know what the term scrying mirror is you ever heard that no scrying have you alex is... yeah okay scrying mirror is what a divinator uses you know in 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 snow white and the seven dwarfs mirror mirror on the wall who was the fairest oh. that's called a scrying mirror okay those by the way divination and magic are real things guys as real as the demons are real, those spirits, okay? And so they use a scrying mirror to interface with the spirit realm, just like a crystal ball, right? Mm -hmm. Look, we have scriptural reference for that. Remember, Samuel was called up by the witch at Endor when when Saul wanted to hear from Samuel, and he went to a witch, and she had a crystal ball, right? Okay, it's in the scripture. (laughs) So it's a real thing, okay? It's not like just in the movies, right? Okay, so this is a scrying mirror. And so everything that I want people to think about this to to see the Bible says to be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The modern day vernacular is think differently. Get renewed by thinking differently. Okay? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's scripture. So we experience almost all of our life these days through a scrying mirror, through a screen, 
when those uh, astrophysicists tell us they've discovered a planet, they're looking at data on a scrying mirror, on a screen. Wow. Okay, wait, wait. When we get the news of war in Israel, listen, I'm so Jesus was a Jew. I'm not anti-Semitic, okay? We don't know that there's really anything happening in Israel. Unless you're there, you don't know. All you see is what's on a scrying mirror, people. Well, Dave, how dare you say that? Folks, I'm telling you that this thing, this technology in our televisions and our phones and everything else is used to control our minds. Okay? Mm -hmm. And it's very... And what's coming is going to be so much worse because the demonic are interfacing with all of this directly through artificial intelligence. The astrophysicists now, I just gave a live talk about this a few months ago. They're going to, in, they're going to employ AI to analyze the extrasolar planet studies for, uh, what's it called? What's that thing called? SETI. SETI. Hey, you suppose the AI is going to discover aliens now? Because since, you know, right? right? They're employing AI to process the data because it can be more granular and more accurate. Okay? And yeah, they're using it. They're using AI to analyze your medical imaging, right? Hey, I don't suppose they might tell you that there's something going on with your body that isn't really going on, but the, the medical industry will make a bunch of money off of you. That'll never happen, right? Right, right. Okay, I, I, I'm not trying to be cynical, or, or I'm, I'm trying to be realistic. Well, just saying, question, question everything. You know, some of these, some of these countries that we think are enemies, and some of these conflicts that, that are going on, not, they could just be, they could just yeah. be a Hollywood production, but they can all come to terms when it comes to Antarctica and the Antarctic Treaty. But they're, yeah, that's kind but of they're mortal enemies. Yeah. yeah, but they're mortal enemies on these other. Well, yeah, they can come terms when they talk, when they talk about you know the pandemic too, right? The whole all every nation agrees exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, be I, I get what you're right? saying. If we don't, if if they can make a Hollywood movie and make it look real, what makes you think some of this other stuff that they're showing us isn't just things to scare us and control our mind and manipulate our thoughts? Correct. Okay. So the thing is, this isn't a new development. Anytime they tell you that they can or might do something, in reality, they've already been doing it for at least a decade, if not two. So, yeah. you know, the, the whole thing about deep fakes and all that stuff? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've been demonstrating live on my what I call The Gathering on my channel for at least eight years. But I was, teach I was writing about it in newspaper columns 16 years ago. AI has been falsifying our our historic record by creating what we call deep fakes. They weren't as good back in the day. They they weren't as good. Why? Because AI wasn't as smart? No, because the technology we had to interface with it wasn't as good. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. The scrying mirror wasn't as good. Get it? Yeah. This is what I'm trying to get trying to get people to 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 get this to to start changing the angle of the way they look at things so they see the pattern of problem-reaction-solution, for example. So that, that you're always seeing that. When the news comes on and there's the dudes telling you a story and you're not so sure about it, and he's flashing a 666 sign. And, oh, and they say, <laughs> and today 33 people died. And uh, it's made up. They're messing with your head, Okay. 
And, you know, listen, are people dying maybe in Israel, maybe in Gaza? Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. uh, sadly. But is it really going the for the reason and 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 the way that they're we're being told I, I i would bet my paycheck that it's not okay yeah it's not folks that we're being we're being played where the great deception is not coming we've been living in it for generations we're living in a great deception and the great deception is not just space and flat earth it's it's called a great deception. It's it's every aspect of our lives is filled. It's it's drops of truth in an ocean of lies. Yeah, and, and and just like you said a moment ago, all these nations agree on one thing. And us, listen, do you guys have any ought towards Russians or Chinese? Do you guys want to kill Russians and Chinese? Because I don't have any any problem with with Latinos, Chinese. I, no, it's freaking absurd. Okay, yeah. these wars are bloodlettings. They are satanic feeding yeah. through the belly of Moloch. That's what these wars are. Okay, and they get your your patriotism, your heart to swell up, and you go off, and you and your friends all die. And it's not for the reason that anyone believes. And it, and it listen when Jesus comes back, that's all going to stop. I know he wasn't a Christian, but didn't Muhammad Ali say, why would I want to go kill no China man, man? What did no China man ever done to me? Right. Because it's commonsensical. It's yeah. absurd. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. Okay. We're all, we're all human beings. But I, I also, I don't really like the word black race, white race. We're, we're all the human yeah. race. Yeah. Forget that. We, we, Dude, these are just, these are just, these are just, uh, Skin suits, you know what I mean? They don't yes. cut them open. We look the same. We are spiritual beings living out this experience in, in this, in this body that God has been seen fit to give us. And we should honor what he has given us. So, you know, it's, we should honor the gifts that he has given us, whether it be a yeah. body or a talent or whatever, right? Right? Mm -hmm. You know, hey, by the way, okay, I hear I'm still running on about, but look, the parable of the talents. Everybody thinks it's about money. No, it's about whatever God is giving you. I'm a musician, and God blessed me with a lot of talent in that regards. I don't have to know this song. I just get up and go, oh, oh, I can hear the key. Okay, and start playing. Okay? Okay, so I should just hide away at home and not ever let my light so shine before men that they would glorify my Father in heaven, right? See, God wants us to to use the talents he's given us. Yes. Okay. Whatever they be, folks, whatever talent you have, if you're a prayer warrior, by all means, please use it. Okay. Yes. And and, and so in Jesus' name, listen, I, I I I hope I hope the folks listening got something out of this tonight. That uh, I enjoyed the time with y'all. It was a lot of fun. I got. I think fun. Alex wants to ask you a couple things though, real quick yeah. before we let yeah. you go. Just. I got a couple super quick questions for you, David. Yes, sir. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I could just sit and listen to you all day long, like on the porch with the banjo. Let's do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? I'm a redneck. What? No, I, I'm saying I want to come <laughs> to South Carolina and enjoy the warm weather. With you. That's but, cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I have this theory that the Hubble telescope 
um, the images that it produces are AI images and that like, you know, AI art, how, how they're showing it now. And I remember back in the day, Hubble telescope showing this special mountain thing that creates stars. It was like the light, the light, the horse head is a horse, 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 uh, uh, nebula. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. Do you think that that's actually out there or do you well, think AI it is, it is, it is, but you got to keep in mind that when they create those images, they're absolutely processed in a computer. So understand it doesn't have this super duper lens and it looks and it, and it sees the nebula. It, it looks at the spectral and it analyzes the spectrum because light is also stuff that we can't see. Right. And so it analyzes the spectrum and it, and it assigns, colors or whatever to certain spectrum frequencies within what it's seeing because it, it's it's wideband it's not just visible light it's 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 a whole wide band of frequencies it's looking at yeah and they they it does have a visible light lens yes because people are going to hear me say this and go oh dave you're wrong no but it they create that image in a computer they pull it out using a computer so whether it was AI who did it or man, it still was a processed image. It's they're just not pointing a lens and going, "Oh, look at that pretty thing up there." It's, it doesn't work like that. Now, even even semi non-pro astronomers, for the life of me, they'll say that I'm wrong because Dave, we can point our telescope and get this picture, but they use a program called Stacks. They take a thousand pictures of the same frame of sky and stack them and then colorize it and then make a picture it's still a process in a computer no matter how you see yeah it. right and then my my follow-up to that would be doesn't it disturb you that nasa has this mars rover in 4k and they're showing it driving around on yeah on mars like you know that that's not real right like that's the rest of the world doesn't seem to know it the rest of the world doesn't seem to know it. Um, everybody, if you want the best joke, what was it? India's moon landing? Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was, I was like, are they trying to be funny? Are they trying? Like, are they making fun of us? Right. Or something? Well, that was our opportunity to grab our telescopes and watch them actually on the moon, right? If we had something right. powered enough, we could probably yeah. watch them. Yeah, well, there's this thing about about lensing is that it, the visual acuity, because people argue you, the Earth can't be flat because you would be able to see England. Right. Well, no, because no matter what, the, the your, vis, your vision comes to a point where it can't go any further. You can't see to yeah. infinity. Right. That's absurd. Um, but, you know, and plus the atmosphere is not transparent, guys. Even a really what we call perfectly clear night, it's not perfectly yeah. clear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's lensing effects. There are particulates in the atmosphere. Okay. So anyway. And then, um, yeah, well. I was going to yeah. I was going to say my last question. It's super quick, but I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. How sure are you? From a scale of zero to one hundred percent, that the Earth is a stationary plane. Oh, a hundred and ten percent. Oh, so more than ten percent. So you yeah. heard it here, everybody. Yeah, it's 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 immovable. It's it's it. No, 
Now, do I understand exactly where comets come from? Do I understand how some of the things we see in the sky? Can I explain that? No. So what? Exactly. <laughs> neither can you. Neither can they. That's right. Listen, listen. And and the Earth does not move. It's yes, it's got surface features. You know, it's flat and enclosed. It's maybe larger than what we even see on our maps. So. Exactly. There may be yeah. land masses we don't know about. I mean, I don't know. That's that's total. That's that's yep. And that I, could be where you know some of these these guys disappear to. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. on a tropical island we ain't never heard of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's their own version of Pleasure Island, but it exactly. is pleasure for Lyle once Daddy yeah. comes home. I, I they made a show. It was fun to see Island. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, folks, you heard it here on Firmamental straight from the horse's mouth. We got David Beverly Sr., uh, ex-NASA employee, tremendous yeah. Christian, tremendous brother. Good Amen. time talking to you. Author of the book, The Coming Flood of AI. And give them your website one more time, sir. Okay, it's floodofai.com. And uh, there's a link to the book right at the top of the page for The Coming Flood of AI, The Rise of the Nephilim Spirits. If you go to Amazon and just type flood of AI, it pretty much comes right to the top of the list. Okay. I'll tell you what, if if you're not sure, go there and read the reviews. The reviews are so humbling to me. I th- I think I almost cried a couple times because I realized that God used my effort in that to do what I was hoping it would do. Amen. And so I did you know, a lot of prophets never got to see that their efforts were wow. going to produce what they wanted. And I'm like, well, I'm blessed. I get to see see it, you know? I did want to mention, you know, there was a book that I had recently read. And this was actually, like, maybe I was getting into the flatter stuff, but I was reading it, like, while I was getting into flatter. But what's funny, I had a globe on it. And he does have a big piece of the picture when it comes to artificial intelligence. But I don't know if you heard of Timothy Alberino and... I know and, uh yeah, I forgot the name of the book now, but uh, yeah, I read his last book, and it's about that. But what's funny, he doesn't incorporate the uh, the Hebrew cosmology perspective and the right. level plane perspective. So I have to get your book because it incorporates all of it together. It, it, and it does, like, and it's. I try to keep it short, believe it or not. Me, me running my mouth. Birthright. That was the name of his book. Birthright. birthright. It has a globe on the front. It has a globe on the front. Yeah. Well. All of us are, like I said, are different points in our understanding. But look, the audio book version is coming out. I, I it's a it's a ten section book. I just finished nine. I'm producing the audio myself. I, I can send you guys a couple of samples, but the audio book is coming out. If you if you feel like you don't have time to read a hundred and six page book, I mean that's all it is, a hundred and six pages. Oh no, right? I got you. And 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 listen, it even has lots of pictures in it. Okay, it's about the size of a coloring book, and and it's I try to keep it simple. And um, my but I do on my door. I'm like, cool. I do refer to a lot of graphics and stuff in the book to use to support what I'm trying to present. And uh, so again, floodofai.com, and that's that's the website. Cool. It was, uh, man, it was such a treat again, David. And I'm, I'm sure if Raul lets me, I'm gonna bring you back for part three and just like, oh, uh, you, you are coming back. We're gonna do a tr- trilogy with uh, David Beverly Senior, oh, man. I, I had a great time tonight. Thank you for bringing what you brought us tonight. 
We look forward to talking to you again. You have a blessed night. And to all the firmamentalists out there, remember, protect your dome, and we'll see you next time. How do we find ourselves here within these walls and chains as a teardrop lands? Who is there to blame?